What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Early in the morning. Wait up, she rises. Wait up, she rises. Wait up, she rises early in the morning. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Early in the morning. Wait up, she rises. Wait up, she rises. <laughs> Hello? Is there somebody there? It's the Deliver Us Some Evil Podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Put him in the bed with the captain's daughter. Put him in the bed with the captain's daughter. Put him in the bed with the captain's daughter early in the morning. Yes, and that's what we do with a drunken sailor, Mo. Welcome to Deliver Us Some Evil. I am appropriating Irish drinking culture, Elijah motherfucking Newton, and today I am joined by the leprechaun as Smell November. Mel, you won't say hi to everyone. Hi there. Top of the morning to you, laddies and lasses, right? Isn't that Irish? You know, honestly, I don't know why we celebrate at people who like saw this like piece of horse shit sticking out of like the ground and they picked it up and it's like a lumpy rock looking thing and they say you know what i'm going to drink this <laughs> what the heck are you why doing are we about? celebrating the people who did that mel <laughs> they picked up a potato looks like a horse turd and they're like, you know, you know what we're gonna dr- how do you think they make their whiskey they drink half their diet <laughs> come on come on mel do better. Know your Irish stereotypes. Hey, I was a beer okay? drinker. Okay, it's all about hops for me. You're all about that ale, that no. pale ale. No, no I'm man. not. Okay, I, I will admit I do love the Irish culture as long as it stays in Ireland. <laughs> like I don't want to go to Boston. Or in your glass. You know, or in my glass, indeed. It's like I, I, I go to Boston, and it's just like you're the unattractive white trash Irish. I want to go to Ireland and see like the, like the girls with like the accents because. That gets my dick hard, and that's like <laughs> hot Irish. But I don't want that to come across the sea, because last time they came across the sea, they were our slaves. And that's just like you know, it's like the garbage man. You know, the garbage man picks up your trash every day, like on like every Friday of the week, right? And then like on like a Monday, he decides to come in and throw all the trash out of your yard. You don't want that shit. He took it. Why would why would you want that shit back? You know. It's the same thing. Anyways, talking <laughs> about appropriating the Emerald Islands yes. culture, we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Yes, that's Woo, right. Go, yay. yay! Let's go to the let's go to the parade and then immediately to the bars because hey, that's Polish. what Americans Nobody do. Nobody celebrates our culture. No, we do. Every time we eat a kielbasa, we celebrate. <laughs> it's all about the crowd. Yeah, every time a whore masturbates with the kielbasa, that is oh the Polish God. culture. It's all about no, the crowd. No, I was thinking about how they make sauerkraut. They just like dig a hole, they put a bunch of cabbage in, and then they step on it. That's kind of like and then they the same bury thing as the it in the fucking. Then they wait, cover wait. up the hole and it's are like, wow. you are you saying that like Koreans <laughs> are the Polish of Asia? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't. All I know is that I love sauerkraut, <laughs> uh, and that's why I know your ancestors mm, were Nazis. Kraut. <laughs> You're like, mm, we love the kraut. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get back to it. So I know you guys got yes. your beers, you got your whiskeys, got your Irish car bombs. Which, by the way. Never go to an Irish bar and order an Irish car bomb because they get a little uptight about that. <laughs> I, I can't imagine why. I mean, I love a little bit of cream with, with whiskey in my beer, too, you know, as much as the next guy. Uh, but, so you've been uh, kicked out of a coffee shop and banned, and you were kicked out of an Irish bar. See, no, assu- assumingly banned the, or maybe no, just No, no, no. The thing about Irish bars is you don't get 
kicked out of the bar. You get beaten out of the bar. <laughs> when you do something like that, they beat you and then they say, come back next week. Because <laughs> they want your business, but they don't want you there right now at their business. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like they're like the uh like the chinese of, of like of like europe they, they'll they'll say you buy now and you get out they're all about the business <laughs> all about that bottom line you know can't afford to kick out every drunken american in st patrick's day they'd have nothing speaking of which yes we are going to cover in today's episode st patrick's day it's a was a pot lollapalooza big hullabaloo we're, we're covering <laughs> a bunch some of different places, things i don't know apparently we're not allowed to do that in albany anymore no we don't we're not no because uh the infamous <laughs> eggs and kegs riot back in like 2012 <laughs> which ironically or unironically or weirdly enough was going to be the original subject matter of this episode oh, was going to really? be americans wilding out during <laughs> st patrick's day and all the infamous riots but i think today we're going to go with something a little bit more classic, a little classy, you know? I want to give people some culture. We're the deuce. We have no class. We are, we are the deuce. We have no <laughs> class. We are the number two of the number one spot. But uh, <laughs> please don't we wipe us. We the number us. one, number two. Yes. Yes. Because real Sigma males don't wipe their asses. We use the betas to wipe our asses. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no, uh, I wanted to give us a little bit of culture, you know? You know, because we, we've been doing a few episodes that are a little bit more smartical than we normally are. Yeah. You know, so I wanted to keep the trend, you know, hit the hit the trifecta, and then we can, like, you know, dissolve into our ignorance, <laughs> nor, our usual ignorant programming <laughs> after this fine holiday that clearly makes a lot of sense for Americans to be celebrating, <laughs> as, especially as hard as we celebrate it, too, because there really yes. isn't a lot of foreign, like, holidays that we celebrate as hard as St. Patrick's Day. Like, name. <laughs> Name one. I don't know. I, I can't even name one, man. Like maybe, maybe like Mike. Uh, maybe like Cinco de Mayo. If you live close enough to a Mexican, you might celebrate it like that hard. But like, not yeah, really. really. That one really depends on where you live. Yeah, I mean, like you can like have white people do Cinco de Mayo, but then like everyone like that's shader, you know, shade darker than you, like rolls their eyes and like tilts their <laughs> axis, like oh my god, and these crackers. What they get? Taquitos. They didn't make their own burritos. It's not a real tortilla. That is a flat wrap, sir. Holy shit. And uh, hand to God, first ever Cinco de Mayo party I ever went to, adoptive parents decided to throw it. They literally had frozen beef and bean burritos and taquitos that they put in like like the hot trays and just like, here we go. It's Mexican food. I'm like, this definitely is not Mexican food. Oh, my God. But hey, hey, hey. They, they had the dosa keys, all right? I, I had a Hispanic uncle. He's no longer married to my aunt. God bless his soul. I don't know where he is. But he brought dosa keys to the party. And you know what? That's as Mexican as it got. All right. So, yes, we're going to talk about the other Mexicans, uh, St. Patrick's <laughs> Day people over here. And I'm going to start off with the the tale of St. Patrick. All right. Do you know about the tale of St. Patrick? I did a while ago, but I'm old and I forgot. You're old and you forgot. <laughs> Isn't that just old? <laughs> Isn't that just the constant state know, of I forgetting? <laughs> <laughs> so we have the story of St. Patrick. Uh, so St. Patrick, right? Apparently he's like this big faggy, you know, Catholic dude who just like arrives in Ireland from Britain. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to do some missionary work. And it's like somewhere's around like the fifth century or some shit like that. All right. All right, so what were you? What was like Ireland? Well, like I thought you were going to ask me like, what were you doing in the fifth century? I'd be like, uh, damn, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. 
<laughs> yes, Mel, what were you doing in the fifth century? Getting involved in some missionaries. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Were you getting involved in the missionaries or were you getting involved getting in missionaries? Getting involved in missionary. <laughs> What's your favorite position? Back in the fifth century. <laughs> that just smells. I can just smell that. Because, like, back then people, like, had, like, cows in their kitchen and their bed was next to the fire. Hey, that's when a home and a and barn, there fucked, was no difference. Like, they fucking all of that, you know? <laughs> That's uh, just, you're rolling around in cow patties, Patty. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, yeah, so he was a missionary uh, in the 5th century. He decides to go to Ireland to bring a little bit of Jesus with him, right? While he was there, on the way there, he gets attacked by a group of snakes. Snacks. Like actual snacks. <laughs> yes, snacks. Uh, and honestly, there's up for a lot of debate uh, what snakes means. A lot of people yes. take it seriously. A lot of people say, oh, it's a metaphor for like evil some say it's a metaphor for the druids because yes, the, the moss was... people doing shrooms and just had letting their titties hang out by the campfire and being real groovy were actually yeah. around at this time period yeah when i was involved in paganism we were always told that the snakes were a metaphor for the the old school pagans the yeah. goddess worshipers well, well i'm glad to tell you that were. it's all bullshit <laughs> it's all bullshit i'm more inclined to believe that it was the, bullshit the, the, these the days. snakes weren't because you were a wiccan and that was created in like the 60s no, I know. I, I wasn't actually Wiccan, but most of the stuff came out of that anyway. Yeah. You, you can't see it, but you can hear the sound effect yeah, of me just jerking off I the know. air vigorously right now. Uh, yeah, so he gets attacked by snakes on the way there. Um, and like I said, they're uh, usually identified with evil, uh, symbols of evil within Christianity. It's like their universal sign. Uh, and St. Patrick essentially cleansed Ireland of evil by shooing all the snakes into the ocean. Shooing them? Just yes. Like, Go on, snakey snake. I am in the camp Shoo. where they are actually referring to <laughs> actual snakes. Because if you look at like... <laughs> actual snakes. Yeah, well, no. If you look at Ireland, it's like one of the few places in the world where there's no snakes. Yeah, but a lot some islands don't have snakes. Name one island that doesn't have snakes <laughs> other than <laughs> Ireland. Like pretty, not, not every place is going to have every type of animal, but anyway. Um, I'm just saying, But man. we'd have to like, ask like the snakes. literally no so snakes. So in the snake history, was this like their apocalypse? Well, this was their... I'm, I'm going to get into it, Mel. And yes, this is this, this, Yes, I'm going to be Harry do Potter and talk to snakes. Do we have a snake spokes, snakesman? We do. We do. We, we do. We have a spoke snake, snakesman. Snakesman McGee. All right. He's technically Scottish, but he speaks on half of the Irish snakes, too. Because two Americans, there's no difference between a Scotsman and an Irishman. <laughs> we, we, we know the English and we know the Irish and there's no Scotsman. They don't exist. <laughs> Damn. I'm being serious though. <laughs> Honestly though, I'm like I'm starting to get so American that like when I hear an English person talking, I'm like, oh, that's just Australian. <laughs> mm. Mm. Fucking hot cocoa is hot. <laughs> now, I, I want to sue whoever did because there, there isn't a careful hot notice on my container. I know. Seriously. And so now I, I get the right to sue because I didn't know it was hot. <laughs> I burnt my tongue. No. So some believe that the fact that Ireland is one of the few places in the world that has no snakes is as a direct result of St. Patrick. But for those who understand what science is, they know that's not true. <laughs> and so here here's where I believe the myth of St. Patrick kind of comes from. It's not so much about the guy because there is a guy. His name is St. Patrick. He does exist. He did go yeah. in Ireland around this time. However, I think the whole snakeless Ireland thing is more about science than it is about some Irish English guy with a stick, right? <laughs> so uh, until about 10,000 years ago, Ireland, like the rest of the, like the British Isles, was just one big glacier. 
Yeah. Nothing lived there. There's no plants, nothing. And then as the ice melted and it receded, plants and animals began to recolonize the island uh, from, from Europe, essentially. Yeah. There were no snakes in, like, Europe, in, like, that part of Europe. Because, again, it was too fucking cold for them. They tried so, swimming and it didn't work. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's <laughs> legitimately it. So... <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic, but you hit it right no, on the head, just, like nail right on the head. They're like, there, we man. will colonize that island, and then they all drown, and the ones on the land are just like, well, oh, damn, no fuck. <laughs> so uh, some animals were able to swim across the English Channel, but most pretty much came with the early humans, who essentially kind of treated Ireland and like the English Isles generally as like their reserve, like a game reserve, yeah, where they brought the animals that they wanted to essentially hunt, and they weren't bringing snakes. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> like, no, they, they, they really weren't. Although some snakes did make it with the humans. Yeah. And here here's where it gets weird. So yeah, so they brought all the animals that they love to eat and you know, that's that's essentially why Ireland Snake on a stick, yeah. man. I heard this popular. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. And they were using them for condoms. Come on. <laughs> Got the hiccups from that now. Mm. So uh you know, of, of course humans don't like the snack. And so, of, of course, they, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, monkeys hate snakes, so they don't bring a lot of snakes. However, four species did manage to make the journey with humans to Britain, and one of them being the poisonous adder. However, mainly the, the snake. Black yeah. adder. Hey, 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 the African American <laughs> adder. It's the African American no, adder. One of the best adder. shows to ever come out of the BBC. <laughs> yeah, well, you like Big Black Hawk? Black adder. Big Black Hawk with Black adder. <laughs> Right now on the BBC Network, tune in where we make you wide. I don't know. I was, I was trying, to, uh, trying to shoehorn that joke in. <laughs> yeah, so the four species of snakes made it. One was being uh, the poisonous adder. The other snakes were just pretty much just like ocean snakes, so they didn't really do anything. And the only reason why these snakes never made it to Ireland itself was due to the natural barriers of the island. The water surrounding Ireland, essentially, Ireland is way too cold for any of these snakes to live in, so they couldn't swim across, and this is before bridges existed, so they couldn't crawl across. Or <laughs> slither snake across. gets on a bridge and like, damn, this is a fucked up yeah. situation. <laughs> yes. Do I go back? Do I finish There's, going across the bridge? Hey, snakes don't slither backwards. <laughs> It's all they're the only the one of the few animals that they, they never around. they never look back. They just go forward. <laughs> all right, and I respect that. And they're always moving forward, always moving ahead. Mel. See the symbol of progress, fucking it, snake. It, it is. You know, maybe hey, a lot of Christians think progress is evil. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> bingo. You know, bazingo. That it all matches, hits all the boxes. So where does St. Patrick pushing out the snakes come from, Mel? If snakes essentially weren't there to begin with, I don't know. I'm just stuck on the idea of St. Patrick getting a stick because he wasn't want to go near the snake, so he just picks him up with a stick and then just like flings him into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I the guess, snake's I just helicoptering that. over the ocean. Yeah, I can I can see him just flinging them around like fuck you, fuck you, I fuck hate you, snakes. fucking snakes. I hate this shit. <laughs> And, and then he's going to be like, you know what? No one's ever going to believe this story ever. <laughs> Fuck this. But I actually did this, but no one will believe me. And then like tw like 10,000 years later, you know, it's like some fat guy is like a bar in like Boston going, oh, yeah, how about them socks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, about them socks. You know, how about that St. Patrick? Yeah, that, that was a real cool fella. You know, he got rid of all the snakes. I don't know what fuck accident that was, but it was not Boston. You got to put your khakis in your khakis. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your beer. 
How do you like them apples? <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't I'm just trying to think of like is. every quote from like a movie that involved like like Ben Affleck and like Matt Damon. <laughs> I'm like when I think when I literally when I think of like Boston, I'm like I'm like okay, we got Marky Mark, we got Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Who else has ever been in the movie about Boston? <laughs> I don't know. They are, it's always those same three fucking guys. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, so let's get into. The uh, other parts. So that, that's the story of St. Patrick, right? He kind of came right. in, brought Christianity to Ireland, got rid of the snakes. Now, there is a tale, right? A little bit of mythology. And what you have to understand, Mel, is that mythology comes cryptozoology. Ah. Because a lot of mythological creatures are actually cryptids. Yeah, that's true. And cryptids can run the gambit from supernatural to preternatural. Okay. Right. So, so you know, like you know, supernatural ghosts yes. to like actual corporeal beings. Whatever you're, you're looking at me because <laughs> yeah, I use the just, word preternatural. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure these things out. That's all. Yeah. Wait. Wait. I'm, good. I'm pretty sure it's preternatural. I'm not a walking fucking thesaurus. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I don't think past Eli was either. So if that's the wrong usage of the word, just blame it on the past Eli. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you know, you, you look at mythology and you go, okay, there's a lot of cryptids there. Ireland, Irish mythology is loaded with cryptids. Yes. And a lot of snack imagery. Uh, yeah. A lot of yeah. snacks. A lot of snacks in their mythology. So this brings us to the story of, and I'm going to fuck up all the Gaelic fucking oh, names. Oh, yeah. This is going to be horrible. Cover your ears if you, yes. if you understand Gaelic. Here's the thing. The English to Gaelic translator on fucking google sucks <laughs> it really does i just so need this a, is the best we got I, I, I just need a, a i need a patty with me to like read over my shoulder and just whisper it into my ear smack in the side of the head yes, when you fuck it up yes that will be way more effective than google so i didn't even bother with this one so uh, i'm gonna say karanak all right it's a c-a-r c-a-o-r-a-n-a-c-h pretty sure it's karanak I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Karanak. <laughs> we'll go with that's, that. that's my final f final offer. Uh, so Karanak was said to be the mother of pretty much all demons. Nice. Who was banished by St. Patrick to Lof Dirge? 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 Lof Dirge. <laughs> now you just sound like a fucking <laughs> the, the pirate. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go I'm Pirate Eli. Lof Dirge in, in Donegal Ulster. Ulster. <laughs> Where are you from, Mel? Ulster County. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the only one I know how to say properly because we actually have an Ulster County here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's a mother mother of all demons. So, according to the legend of Finn McCool. And everyone loves Finn McCool. Everyone loves Finn McCool. And honestly, the fact that I know that F-I-O-N is Finn, just, <laughs> I am cultured. You got one. It is, I I did get one, and uh, so it's the legend of Finn McCool and the Fianna. Nice. Which are you familiar with that? I I was years ago. I read a lot. Obviously, if you're into modern neo paganism, <laughs> yes. you're really saturated in that kind of stuff because yes, it just has a very high awesomeness factor. <laughs> and of course, it's because neo pagans stole like every culture's ever thing, but openly. Openly, they, no, no, no one denies not. it. No, no one ever denied. It. But hey, except the Scooby Doo episode that hey, denied it. Apparently, neo paganism existed about three thousand years. According to Scooby Doo, three thousand years we prior to any of these stories occurred. <laughs> Just try to do the math. Right? This is the legend of our people, but we existed before these people. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, Scooby Doo. <clears throat> they just showed me that liberals hate you know your your local home like businesses. 
<laughs> like local business owners, man. Because it's always the local business owner that's the it's evil small guy. Small business owner, seriously though. It is. So okay, so according to the legend of Finn McCool and the Fianna, they were asked to slay a hag in Lofdurge. Might have been you. You are pretty <laughs> haggish. Uh, when they found the hag, they struck her at a great distance with an arrow, which just means they're shitty hunters. You know, I played that, that hunting simulator game, was yeah. called the wild or whatever. You never take a shot with an arrow. It's like, you know, more than like but 30 they hit like, her, meters. Though. Yeah, but they hit, but her, they hit her, but then she runs away and you can't fucking find her. Oh, well, that's why you have the dog, right? <laughs> they didn't have a dog. <laughs> I mean, they might have actually had a dog back then. Yeah, so they, they, they shot her with an arrow very far away and lost her body in the process. So eventually, Finn McCool finds the hag's body, and he orders a member of the Fianna, which, those of you that don't know, Fianna is like a gang of men. All right. It's like a, like a little band of army, and essentially, they're led by a, uh, a noble 2B. So it's like the son of a noble, and he kind of runs around with the Fianna until, essentially, his father dies, and then he can <laughs> take over the land, the lordship. That's cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, like... I guess you can say they're equivalent of like, you know, dorm days where you just go to college to blow off, you know, like, like you're a rich kid, you go to yeah. college just to have fun and, you know, wait until your dad dies so you can take over the, the business. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what this was, <laughs> except for a lot less titties and a lot less alcohol. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I will, I will say, yeah, because a lot of these guys were Christians and back then they believed they'd go to hell if they got their dick sucked. Damn. Yeah, so they, they weren't a lot of fun. They must have been disappointed at the end. Been, that's why they're hunting hags, okay? <laughs> they live in like Harry Potter, fucking Lord of the Rings land, okay? <laughs> they aren't connected to reality. <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, he, he, you know, he finds the hag's body and orders a member of the Fianna to get it, uh, but instructed him to not break the thigh bones since it would release a dangerous monster. Which, here's my question to you, Mel. How the fuck would he know that? I don't know, but also how is it like going to get the bio? Like what? Like a thigh bone, big. Yeah. And, what do you like stamping like, on? Like how like would to break you it, accidentally like break a thigh bone? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently these guys are strong. Damn. Were they giants? Uh, well, technically, I, I would assume so, because the member who went and got the hag's body, his name was Conan. Nice. Conan the that. Barbarian. I, re I remember the first time I realized that Conan was just actually like an Irish name. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Well, how do we know this is <laughs> that the Conan? Conan. Maybe this Conan. is Arnold. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> we don't know. It might be. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, he. Uh, and given the fact that he accidentally breaks the thigh bones, tells me he's a really strong if you're dude. You're accidentally breaking thigh bones. You yeah. are definitely a So giant. he accidentally breaks the thigh bones and releases a small hairy worm in the process. Ew. Which, why the fuck is the... Okay, mythology aside, Irish people are weird. Like, yeah, she's going to break a thigh bone and release a monster. But it's going to be a worm. With a, a hairy worm, It's a too. little brown hairy worm. Oh. So the, the worm quickly grew into a large sea monster named Karanak. Awesome. That essentially began to consume all the cattle in the land. So essentially... They, they, they saw the, the worm crawl away. They're like, all right, fuck it, whatever. You know, <laughs> not my problem. So Finn McCool kind of like left. And then it grew into Karanak. And almost all the cattle were eaten. And the locals blamed Conan for the trouble. For the lack of hamburgers. Yeah, essentially, you, you fuck with the Irishman's hamburgers. And all they have is fucking potatoes to eat. <laughs> They're going to be a little bit pissed. Because they were drinking the potatoes last season. <laughs> now they got to eat it. So what are they going to drink now? <laughs> all right, Mel. Going to drink the corn? No, because corn wasn't in Ireland at this time. 
Right. It was maize. <laughs> maize. It was like South American. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, uh, Karanak was eating all the cows. Conan got blamed for it. And angered, Conan essentially entered the monster's mouth with a sword and killed it. Oh, awesome. So my question is, why the fuck is Finn McCool, like, the hero of the story? It sounds like Conan, the barbarian, is the, the hero. <laughs> Finn McCool is just the uh, middle manager. Uh, apparently. Uh, <laughs> He's whatever. salaried. So uh, apparently Lothdierge is uh, named after the blood that came out of Karanak and dyed the rocks red. And Lothdierge, cool. I think, is like a lake or something. Neat. Yeah, it's a, it's a body of water. That's all I know. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been to Ireland. <laughs> so that that's essentially that's the uh that that's i don't know that's like the paganish story that's the yeah. non-christian story there's a more christianized version of the story you want to hear it yes so saint patrick arrives to the area and is told about uh karanak's existence and when he arrives at the region, he and, uh, began to argue with the beast before slaying it himself. So he argues with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 <laughs> finds Karanak and just immediately starts arguing with it. Uh, <laughs> that's literally what what the, what like the story said. I'm like, I'm like what were they it. arguing about? I couldn't figure out. Like, I literally <laughs> Google is littered with what was Saint Patrick arguing with Karanak about? Could not find it. I'm assuming it's got something to do with religion in some way, some shape or form. Or the fact that, you know. He was trying to convert him. Maybe, you know, maybe it Have was the first. Have you heard the, the first... good news? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amen. No, maybe it was like, you know, the Karanak's Irish. St. Patrick is English. Maybe the Irish is like, get the fuck out of here. You know, maybe this is the start. So of the, with fuck the Eng- off. This is the start of the English takeover. No, you here. fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. You fucking fuck off. You fucking what, Mike? And then, and then assume, I'm assuming you what? You fucking what? And then I'm assuming someone. And then they started smacking each yeah, other. Yeah, they started smacking each other. But then, but but then St. Patrick's like, you know what? No, no, no. Cigarette. So you know, he gives him the cigarette and punches him. And does the cigarette punch? I've I... seen too much of Legend. <laughs> That's a very famous move, by the way. Anyways. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's it's less of an argument and just a fucking what? <laughs> oh, what off? Is, is that what you call the what off? Oh, what a bottle. You gotta get a what a bottle. <laughs> fucking Karen, I don't I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Do you a what a bottle? <laughs> fucking English pigs. Anyways, yeah. So they get in an argument, and uh, Saint Patrick essentially gets pissed and kills the, the demon himself. Damn. And its blood uh, dyed the lake red. And in some tales, Saint Patrick declared the lake Love Derge from then on. And another variation of the tale: Saint Patrick failed at killing the monster, and the snake lives to this day in the lake. But it's not Loch Ness. It's not Loch Ness. However, they have a different monster. It is a different monster. So that is the story of Karanak, and you know that's its connection to St. Patrick's Day and all that shit. But what exactly is Karanak, Mel? It was a sea monster, right? It was an olifeist or a piest. Uh, uh, English tells me olifeist, but it's Gaelic, so I think it's pieced. So, so I think it's, a, it's an olipeist or whatever. Essentially, it means serpent or a worm. Oh, okay. So this is like a catch-all cryptozoological term for like sea monster. Nice. Even though technically these things didn't exist in the sea, they existed in lakes and rivers. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, and it's, it's not the only name for this species, but the name of a very specific member of its kind within Irish mythology. So, the, the species itself got the name from cryptozoologists who were just like, okay, oh, there's, okay. there's a, there is the Ollie piece or Ollipiece or whatever. Yeah. And we're just going to name them all kind of same. Karanak essentially is one of them. Nice. But all in mythology, there is a thing called Ollipiece or Piece okay. or feist or fist so there's sea monsters the that live in the, in the lakes jesus christ oh what do you do to her oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just imagining like a big british guy just fisting fisting some poor chick <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm, I can't respond. To you that. you no. can't because you're like, oh, I wish I, I was that that English girl. No, but I'm gonna drink some water. And you're gonna drink some water to that, and you'll wash down that memory of like last night. Jesus Christ, dude. Hey, right. man, we we have gone far beyond the scope of professionalism for this episode. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's a very specific kind within Irish mythology. Karanak essentially is an ollie beast, which is a sea serpent-like monster. These monsters inhabit many lakes and rivers in Ireland, and they are uh, there are essentially are many legends of saints and heroes fighting them. Awesome. In one story, a massive ollie beast uh, hears that Saint Patrick is driving his kind out of Ireland. And it came down from the Quilcag Mountain. I, <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, I'm just know, imagining man. a sea monster now with like a flip through a newspaper. Like, fuck this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> fucking, he's on the toilet trying to take a shit. Yeah. He's just he reading did, a newspaper. He and fucking throws like, the newspaper on the ground. That's yeah, it. The <laughs> Brit with big stick comes to the island to kick snakes out. <laughs> it's like, fuck. God damn it. Someone's got to stand up to this yeah, asshole. Yeah, so essentially this one comes from the Quilcag Mountain or whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm just going to say Quilcag. That and, works. And in order to escape, and in the process, it carves out the River Shannon. Nice. Which is the largest river that cuts all the way through Ireland, isn't it? I don't know. I know nothing I know, about man. Ireland. It's, it's Shannon. <laughs> That's all I know. It's the River Shannon. Uh, oddly enough, the water that filled the channel from uh, the, that he dug uh, comes from a spring called Shannon Pot. And Shannon Pot was created when Siona, the granddaughter of Sea Deity, ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge there. Nice. And she essentially, I think, became like water or some shit. Oh, and that's how the spring was yeah. created. Nice. Indeed. Which honestly kind of makes this Olipista very, uh, very intelligent if he's eating the, the sea, the, 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 the fruit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, here, here my notes are because my notes are good. Good. <laughs> I have good notes. Oh, all good notes. <laughs> so, she, she, uh, she, as soon as she took a bite, the waters of the pool welled up, pulling her in and flowed towards the ocean, which implies that the Olipiste must have been living in the vicinity of the Tree of Knowledge when it heard of St. Patrick. And it's likely that when he, he was eating the fruit and he became like the smartest and wisest of his kind and in the story the monster swallows a drum so in the story as he's like cutting out the river shannon yeah. is trying to escape to the ocean which i have a theory that's not necessarily true but we'll get into that later uh he essentially eats a drunken piper along the way named o'rourke <laughs> okay yeah the guy's <laughs> name's o'rourke. just like a snack 
Yeah, just like, like, this, like, like it's, it's kind of like Jonah and the, and, the, and the whale or whatever. Just like, but he was drunk, and so he's like, he sees like this giant monster coming toward him. And like, fuck it, I'm gonna well, stay here. Well, it's kind of actually what it is. So he couldn't either, get up in time. Either unaware of his predicament, or just completely undisturbed by <laughs> it. O'Rourke just continues to play his, his music inside the, the the stomach of the beast. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, if that's just the the Irish drunken, I don't give a fuck. It isn't. I don't know what else it is because he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna play my points. <laughs> <laughs> so annoyed the the monster coughs him up and spits him out which again shows the intelligence of the beast yeah because you don't want to be swallowing that no you don't want to be swallowing a drunken irishman <laughs> come on how many girls are like swallowing drunken irishman and they're like mm, he tastes like jack daniels and cigarettes <laughs> sex jokes yeah yeah, so uh, some say that the Olive Feast was a dumb beast who was just running in, like, blind fear. But I don't think that's true. Because if you look at the the path of the River Shannon, it's literally the longest path across Ireland that it could have fucking taken. It could have just gone north directly to the ocean and not did it. I think it's likely that the Olive Feast was trying to save snakes along the way. So he cut a path for them all to take to get to the ocean. <laughs> that's awesome yes and that's the snake actually, savior yeah and it's actually kind of kind of accurate because there's some depictions where it's like the uh dolly piece is like carving them through the land yeah. and there's a bunch of like hanger on snakes like like it's like a mass of snakes we're going with this guy yeah pretty much so it's <laughs> like cool. he was just gathering up his relatives and shit it's like all right we're getting the fuck out of here <laughs> Uh, nice. Yeah, and so he saved as many as he could from St. Patrick, who might not have so he's been... he's really a hero. Yeah, so St. Patrick might have been just a villain, because he might not have even been, like, flipping them into the ocean with a stick. <laughs> he might have been, like, bashing them against oh, a rock or something, you know? The brutality. Yes. So there are many stories, right? So let's, let's get into the... Uh, so that, that's, like, the mythology behind the Olive yeah. Feast. Let's get into the cryptozoology, the real yes. shit, the hardcore facts. Yes. So what do they eat, Mel? Drunken pipers. Besides drunken pipers, <laughs> that's, that's part of their dietary. Their US USRDA. Yes. Drunken pipers. <laughs> they eat children. I don't know. Oh well, of course, because yes. what what uh, cryptid doesn't eat it doesn't children? eat children? Yes, that's they kind all of eat their children. Purpose. That's <laughs> kind of the thing. There might be a, a moral to the to this story here. So uh, yeah, they eat children, and in the story Snack of Sion Sion Nan. Cyanan, the salmon of knowledge. Oh, nice. Uh, a little girl named Cyanan, who uh, was the granddaughter of Mananan MacLear. I know I'm fucking all this up, but fuck you, you Irish fucks. <laughs> You're <laughs> drunk, you don't give a shit. Okay? It's St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> just drink more beer about it. Uh, so she was the granddaughter of Mananan, which just sounds like banana. Banana Mananan. Banana Nan <laughs> angered the salmon of knowledge by throwing stones at it. Why would you? There's the salmon of knowledge. Let me pick up a rock and throw it. Well, I mean, that, that shows you, you the stupidity of women. you a salmon at all? The stupidity of women. <laughs> Number one, not only are you throwing rocks at something that is a salmon of knowledge, you're somehow trying to throw it through the water at the salmon. Well, they can jump. Maybe that was the maybe that was the game. Is the salmon jump up? You peg him. No, because it was ang- it was getting angry. You don't want to be fucking hit with a rock. Do you? Okay, let me put you at the bottem of the lake. No, and I'm, I'm gonna not, start I'm hitting not you with the, rocks, I'm not saying man. the salmon was playing the game. <laughs> it was, just it was doing, like the little kids were playing a game. Yeah, as the salmon jump out, peg him with a rock. Hey man, all I know is that salmon of knowledge, pretty awesome Pokemon. 
Wait, is there one of those? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Probably. I mean, last time I checked, Pokemon had like trash bags and like refrigerators. <laughs> All right. They were getting into some weird household. Are you household. criticizing that, yes, they, the hallowed franchise? Yes. The minute they started getting into household appliances, I stopped playing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Granted, back of, back of my day. You don't want to see an evolved vacuum cleaner? No, I don't. Ba- back of my day, we had sludge monsters. We had coughings. I don't know what it was, but it was a coughing. <laughs> now we got, like, vacuum cleaners and transformers and, like, lights and light bulbs and shit. Fuck that. Yeah, they, they literally went. Common household objects. Like, I don't know, Like, I saw, a po- like, someone was, like, doing like, a thing with, like, Pokemon cards on YouTube. And uh, they were like just like opening up cards, and it's literally just a sword with like an arm. Like, like, like it, it was like a sword. <laughs> Does it wield itself? It looked like it had like Mickey Mouse arms. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? It had, like, a, it had like an eyeball and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh man, what, what can't it be simple? You know, although I, I, will, I do have I do have a bit of a confession when it comes to YouTube. I have I have devolved and entered the era of watching competitive eating on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know that's something you should admit publicly, but I guess it's too I late have now. to admit it because it's just eating me up on the inside, and I got to come out. I got to come <laughs> oh out. Oh my I gotta, god! I can't live a lie. And this anymore. isn't one of those videos where you have where you have it just playing, and once in a rare while you glance at it, you fucking sit there and watch this shit. Yeah, you look, watch this man no, no, stuffing no, no. food into his mouth. Here's here's the thing. When I'm not hungry and I'm just like playing a video game or whatever, and I got some background noise on it, it's just background. But when I'm like starving and I'm waiting for you to feed me, oh my God, I'm watching this because it's making me hungry. It's like <laughs> yes, I want all of that. Uh, anyways, let's get back to the real food that the real meat of the matter, the salmon of knowledge. Because yes. you've allowed me to go on this tangent for far too long. <laughs> Sorry, you are the filter, Mel. You are the filter. Be the filter. So yeah, uh, in revenge of the little girl throwing rocks, because again, this is a little girl throwing rocks at a salmon. Yeah. Uh, the salmon decides to get revenge, and he summons an Oliphist or Peast or Peist or what the fuck is that? Really a little bit of an snake. overreaction. Yeah, there. it's a bit of an overreaction, and asks it to literally straight up attack the girl. Oh my goodness! Being uh, a child in yes. Ireland was rough. <laughs> it, it was, man. <laughs> Which it does, and eventually it killed her. <gasps> so she Damn. she got a death sentence from a talking fish <laughs> for throwing rocks at it mel damn ireland that's a bit hardcore damn uh, and so so yeah that that kind of tells me all i need to know they like to eat children <laughs> especially naughty 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 children yes don't be naughty children mel don't throw rocks at fish <laughs> or at least talking fish yeah, so make sure it can't talk first, yeah. then you can throw rocks at it. But does that it. mean we can't throw rocks at Aquaman now? Because <laughs> he'll just summon one of these things to eat you? <laughs> Which, honestly, that would be dope if, like, yeah. they gave him, like, some actual real fish he could talk to and not just, like, fucking, <laughs> like, goldfish. Anyways, the ner- he's, like, the nerd of, like, comic books. I fucking hate him. He's, he's faggy as shit. <laughs> With the little tights and he's like, I swim real well. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Anyways, uh, so they are essentially dragons. They're dragons in appearance. Nice. They live in freshwater, typically lakes and rivers. Cool. Yeah, so, like, if you see any snake-looking thing, that's an ollie feast. It's a long, eel-like body with a horse-shaped head. And it gives it the nickname of Eel Horse or the Meardress. Neat. That's so cool. Yes. And <laughs> like in the stories, they feed off a livestock and unaware people, including children. Yeah. And it's likely that the famed Loch Ness Monster is, in fact, an Ollie Feast. My head doesn't look like a horse. Do you? When's the last time you saw the Loch Ness Monster head? Everyone's seen that picture. And it's horse shaped, it's not a horse head. 
It's a big it's difference. It's not horse-shaped. It's it like, is, a, no. like a fucking brontosaurus it, it, or some not, shit. No. It, I will say that it's given the story of uh, Karanak where the, there's a variation where it stayed living in the lake. I, I I would like to think that the Loch Ness Monster is, in fact, an Ollie Feast. Maybe it's Karanak herself. Ooh. But I think it's the wrong lake. But who knows? With Hollow Earth, it might be connected. In, like under, <laughs> Underwater trails Hollow that we Earth and I don't know. Hollow Earth solves all problems. Hollow Earth. Yeah, you, you have a plot hole, Hollow Earth. And if yes. Hollow Earth doesn't work, Flat Earth. And if that doesn't work, the Illuminati will. It all goes back to yes. the Illuminati in 9-11, Mel. All right. And if you can't convince them with 9-11, you can convince them with the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because that definitely happened. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of people with little hats. Yes. That's all I had Wait, on Wait, leprechauns? Yeah, that's all I had on the Ollie Feasts. Essentially, uh, they're, they're snakes. There's a lot of mythology about them. I just want to fight one in Monster Hunter. You Don't you, though? Isn't there technically like a snake-like thingy in Monster Hunter that you fight? Well, there's Delometer, but he's not in a Wait, wait, isn't anything. there one that's like literally shaped like a dick? Literally shaped like a dick? Yeah, didn't you yeah say it's like called Giganox. Dick monster? See, there you go. You can go fight a no, dick monster. No, not Giganox. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Kezu, not Giganox. I just I said Giganox. I was just talking about Giganox this morning. That's why I mentioned I it. apologize Kezu. to everyone who doesn't Kezu. know what the fuck she's talking about because well, now she's Japanese, in the nerd. If you're Japanese, you understand. Yes. Everyone the Japanese else, love Kezu. Everyone else who gets <laughs> pussy on a regular basis is like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this one. Sorry. Yes, Kezu. Mel. Kazoo. Yeah, so it's shaped like a dick. All right, go fight that dick monster. All right. Now let's just talk about leprechauns. The leprechauns. other, the other, other dick monsters. <laughs> so one of the unusual versions of a of a, of a water spirit or leprechauns, because leprechauns are in fact water spirits. Are they really? They are. Neat. You didn't know that, did you? I did not. I don't you, know anything about leprechauns. Of course, I know a lot about leprechauns because I see a lot of short Irish fucks at the bars. I only know about Lucky Charms. That's it. Yeah, but that's not a real leprechaun, though. You know why? Because he's <laughs> way too small. Leprechauns are, like, big. That's terrifying. So, wait. So, leprechauns are bigger than I thought, and hobbits are smaller than I yes, thought. Yes, yes. Essentially, leprechauns are the same size as, like, Gimli. Holy shit. And, like, hobbits are, like, half the size of Gimli. So, if you had a fight between a dwarf and a leprechaun, who would win? I would go with the leprechaun because dwarves don't have magic. They have axes. <laughs> <laughs> which axes seem like they would do really well but but they could have a magic axe you don't know i mean they could but leprechauns are really really smart and they're bit of bastards Ugh. they're bastards standard bastards <laughs> uh yeah so uh yeah essentially they're a weird water spirit uh which still makes them a cryptid because spirits can be cryptids a leprechaun is a cryptid yeah oh neat well at least i throw it on the category because <laughs> again if you can have supernatural creatures like uh steel ho steel toed jack or Spring Hill Jack, sorry. Spring Hill Spring Jack. Jack. I don't steel toad. No, Spring Hill Jack. If he can be a cryptid, why can't leprechauns? All right. And there is some debate about whether or not fairies, because technically he is a fairy. Leprechauns are fairies. If fairies are a subclass of cryptozoology or made up bullshit. I throw them in with cryptozoology. Works for me. Works for me. Works for us. Those of us here at the Deuce appreciate <laughs> we don't hate we appreciate that's right <laughs> yeah so they're water spirits and they are diminutive solitary supernatural beings in a lot of irish folklore yeah they are very, they're, they're very popular <laughs> did he know that 50 percent of americans believe in in uh in leprechauns yeah well i'm, I'm that's the exact just... same number of americans that also believe in angels 
Now, here's the question. And how many believe in aliens? Probably even more than that. Well, no, here, here, here's the question. I'm sitting though. across from one. How many 50% of Americans can believe in one thing or the other that all contradict each other? <laughs> I, unless, of course, it's the same population that believes in angels, also believes in leprechauns, also believes in aliens. They can't all be 50, 50%. But it just confirms Americans are human. Americans are dumb. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> we are dumb. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of Irish folklore in there. So they are usually depicted as little bearded men wearing a coat and hat who like to partake in mischief. Yes. Pretty usual fare for a leprechaun, right? Even, even here in America, they're like, yeah, that, this totally happens. In later times, they have been depicted as cobblers who have a hidden pot of gold at the end of, uh, apparently, I don't correct it to window, but it's a rainbow. <laughs> it's a rainbow, folks. But but they are not the same thing as uh, as little people. No, they are not the little people. As the episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. proved. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, actually, no. I don't know. There was yeah. a, he at, possibly at, might yeah. have been a leprechaun. He was definitely a leprechaun. <laughs> he was the same size as a leprechaun too. In fact. It's always that sunny in Philadelphia. I might have had the most realistic depiction of Leprechaun since the little green bastard from the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> and I love those movies, and we have to watch those Do movies Do you really? Now. All I've heard is criticism fucking, of them. I love those movies because they're so dumb, and Jennifer Aniston is so hot in the first one. <laughs> That's all I need to know, baby. Yeah, he's a simple man. I mean, I am a simple man. Give me some nice hot titties and a death with a uh, pogo stick, and I'm I'm happy. <laughs> that, I think that's the second one. I think he kills someone with a pogo stick in the second one. But uh, yes, yeah. The the uh, honestly enough, the one I don't like the most is yeah. uh, lep lep leprechaun in space. Leprechaun that, in yeah, space. Yeah, it was like it was like back in the '90s when they took like all the horror franchises to space. Well, they did what Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, they, 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 they took Jason to space. They took Leprechaun to space. They took Hellraiser to space. Uh, oh, that's right, they <laughs> yeah, did. It was like the thirtieth Hellraiser movie, <laughs> and they're like, let's do it in space. space. And they made like a giant space station, the, uh, the, the 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 box, and it's just like, no, fuck, wow. fuck, you you ruined the sexiest <laughs> guy out there. I'm like, come on, Pinhead was sexy. You'd like Pinhead go down on you. Oh God. We have such sights to show you. Oh <laughs> no. Please no tears. Such waste of good suffering. Well, since you shaved your head, you would definitely be a pinhead for <laughs> Halloween this year. You're gonna start nailing nails into my head <laughs> oh, like a, a my square God. inch circumference all around my skull. <laughs> you wanna just steal it? Ugh. I'm gonna be like, oh, it hurts so good. <laughs> How the fuck do we get to like BDSM torture play from leprechauns? For you, you, it's generally about two steps in any conversation. Yeah, but you're supposed to be the filter, bitch. <laughs> and I'm gonna drink Sorry. hot cocoa about it. <laughs> leprechauns. And you know, my, yes. my my gross sipping noises. I'm not even gonna apologize for them. They they know what they're getting into. <laughs> they know they know they what they're here to for. To they this. chose they chose this life. I didn't choose it for them. So yeah, uh, leprechauns, while living primarily among humans as cobblers, they kind of act as like the bankers for fairies. Okay, which kind of makes me cool. think that the Irish were ahead of the Germans in the fact that they were thinking that the Jews were like supernatural beings. Uh. Come on, you know I had to get a little hat people joke in there every now and yeah, then. All right, shitting on the real bankers of the world. <laughs> uh, so while the stories claim they made their fortunes cobbling and appropriating the wealth of dead men on the battlefield, most of their gold is placed in trust by frivolous fairies who would spend all their gems in one sitting. 
<laughs> yes, a part of the uh, the leprechaun <laughs> mythology just, is the fact that they would go to whole, battlefields and steal money from the dead. This whole fairy economy thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, is, imagining this little leprechaun sitting behind like a bank teller. Yeah, man. You know, behind the and window. We all know that the English and the Irish shit. They 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 take the fairies. They take them that shit seriously. Yeah, they the, really the do. The little people. They do. Yeah, so I, I even I didn't know that they would just like strip the dead of like yeah, their gold. Yeah, that's new to me. I that that is yet. new for me. Yeah, uh, you're exposing their secrets now in public. I don't know. But if this that's is why the leprechaun is fiercely protective of their crocs of gold because it's not actually their gold. <laughs> it's other people's gold that they're watching for them because <laughs> leprechauns don't spend money. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't need to spend money. What do they need to spend money on? M- more little green jackets. I don't know. No, they can make that shit. They're cobblers. Cobblers make shoes. They don't make clothes. I'm assuming that if you're a supernatural creature that can make shoes, you can make a fucking jacket. What do they need money for at all, then? Why are they holding other people's money? Because they like money. They're Jews. <laughs> they actually just physically like it. Yeah, they just physically like rubbing They're the gold. They're those big pots that are just the same size as, like, a, a bathtub. Yes, they just yes. like to sit in it. They, they, they just, like, rub the gold on their skin. <laughs> like, oh, I love the way that feels. Uh, yeah, so uh, that makes them extremely... Sn- okay, this right here is, like, the perfect description. I want you to tell me if I'm talking a leprechaun or a jew oh my god they're fiercely protective of their crocs of gold they make they are very sneaky and rely on trickery as their means to fight back against greedy humans trying to steal their gold and and if you capture one you can't take your eyes off of them for a moment because they'll disappear am i talking about leprechauns or jews I'm not into those kinds of jokes, so just so everybody knows, I am not actually laughing, but I cannot have you, dead air. You, you are. You so are I am laughing. continuing you to speak. You are laughing, and you are genuinely having a good time about it. Don't be an apologist when you make a joke and then have to apologize afterwards, because I apologize for nothing. Of course. I am not. essentially talking about both, but we all know leprechaun is another word for Jew. <laughs> the world no. according to Eli. The Mythology world according, according yeah. to Eli. Mi- cryptozoology cryptozoology yeah literally in my cryptozoology textbook this will be a series i have a blank page at the back that's just titled jew (laughs) one day i wish to study one and add them to the cryptozoological library as the supernatural beings they are mel or (laughs) we is because i is them (laughs) kind of maybe who knows i don't care yeah so essentially that's a leprechaun they're fiercely fiercely protective of other people's gold they're really sneaky and they're very smart yeah, and they rely like on trickery. It. Yeah, kind yes. of. It sounds like my, Eli. <laughs> my my only it. encounter with them was is in a, an extremely old game called NetHack. Oh, and Jesus if anybody Christ. remembers NetHack, <laughs> get your from mud the very very the early PC days. But I, but I had a method for here. dealing with them because they would they'd hit you and steal your gold and disappear. So what you do is you drop all your gold in one room. And then you find that motherfucker and beat him to death with no gold on and you how much, and take his gold. how much gold. money did you have to spend <laughs> to type that entire scenario in? This was not an online game. This was before online games. <laughs> yeah, but it was so that's not like the one where you had to like, it was like this all was not text-based mud. game this where was you not had to like mud. No. pay like five cents to say this was I essentially, shot an arrow. This was an ASCII game. So all the <laughs> characters on your keyboard were, were, were characters on the that's really dumb. Plague, plague yeah, so <laughs> the at really symbol dumb. was your guy. The leprechaun was a lowercase L. So you, wait, you're playing <laughs> against yourself. So you always win in that situation. You're not playing fuck? against yourself. It's a dungeon crawler. So you, your goal was to go down as far as you could in the dungeon and kill the wizard of Yendor. 
which unfortunately I have never actually done. People have done it. It's not a myth. I hate everything <laughs> about this conversation right now. <laughs> I know. I hate, I that am is choking my myself very, with my own wire over here. That's my very, very early nerd. nerd You're nerd. lucky that the cord of these headphones are really stretchy, so I'm not breaking them trying to strangle myself to get out of this conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, we're talking about leprechauns. That's my what? only experience with a leprechaun, okay? What the f- how did we even get here <laughs> what the fuck alright so let's, let's get back into reality shit that people actually want to hear about not your nerdy college days back in like this 1991 way, way before college my friend oh my god it's even worse this was probably like 80 81 oh that's so much worse <laughs> so much worse alright so Mel what do you do besides leave all your gold in another dungeon what do you do to trap a leprechaun <laughs> I have no idea you honestly, all you need is place something shiny in a trap and lure them into it. Once in it, you can either place an ounce of lead or a four-leaf clover on it to lock them in. Or you can toss a handful of salt on the ground, and while they are compulsively counting each grain, you can steal their gold. Wait, didn't they do that in Supernatural? Yes, I they think did. They yes. Um, but yeah, that's essentially how you capture one. <laughs> Why would you want to capture one, though, to steal his well, gold? no. No. See, see, the stories of leprechauns, right? I'm going to get into this. I'm not going to spoil it. But you'll see why you want to capture a leprechaun. But the fact that you can capture them in the same way you capture, like, raccoons is fucking hilarious. I was just thinking the same thing. It's a raccoon, man. You get, like, a tree stump, you know, stick some nails in it so they can only stick the hand, but once you get the fist, they can't pull it out. And they're just like, What was that? Where the red fern grows? Yeah, something else. Yeah. No, no, it's red fern because weren't they training old Anne and little Dan or little and they were Dan. training their dogs yeah yeah something like that all i know is the dogs died at the end like every other book about dogs yeah that traumatized they, they me as died. a child you <laughs> see you have books to traumatize you as a child my mother traumatized me yes <laughs> so did my teachers mm. uh yeah so essentially trap them like raccoons and then you can beat them over the head with a bat until they're dead <laughs> that's, really that's how you're I, supposed to kill them no mel oh. I, I, that's how you kill the raccoons you, you know the fuck I'm <laughs> like imagining people just capturing leprechauns <laughs> just and then beating, beating them to death. death. I'm like, why did you I do mean, that? That might explain why there's not that many leprechauns left in the world. Are they an endangered species. They are technically an endangered species. The Mel. World Wildlife Federation. They is... are protected by the UN. <laughs> do they? <laughs> no, I, I'm being serious. <laughs> they have fundraisers to help uh, the there, leprechauns. There is a uh, a leprechaun reserve somewhere in Ireland. Uh, I think it's in my notes somewhere. It's like later on. Your phase is completely serious. Yeah. So you're not giving any no, of your tells. No. There's a leprechaun. Wait, yeah. wait. Wait, yes, yes. No. The, the UN has protected them. The, the United Nations has a protection on them. It's like a legacy protection or some shit. I'll get into it later, but yeah. You you think I'm joking, man. I'm not. Anyways, let's get to I the, don't let's know get to the leprechauns. <laughs> I'm not. So uh, back then, the whole reason for their crocs of gold is entirely for trickery. So uh, since they can't actually spend the money themselves, it is said that humans will never get their gold, not just because of the leprechaun's superior intellect, but because they rigged the game from the start. Oh, so they Which just they have the gold to fuck with people. Yeah, the gold is to fuck with people. So, so when you capture a leprechaun, the goal is not the gold. Ah. The goal is the alternative. What's the alternative? I'll sh- I'll tell you. <laughs> so they hide their gold at the end of a rainbow. But that is just a euphemism for how impossible it is to separate a leprechaun from his gold since there is no actual beginning or end to a rainbow. Okay. So th- there is so when they say oh the gold's at the end of a rainbow yeah. that's just you saying like you're not getting this motherfucker's gold. It's impossible. <laughs> Cuz there's okay. it's not literally meaning that they'll follow the rainbow and you'll find the gold. 
because that's not real. <laughs> uh, and if a human does manage to get a leprechaun to reveal the location of its gold, it's only whenever the human is unprepared to dig up the gold. So if you walk around with a shovel, the leprechauns, you're not going to find a leprechaun. It's always when you don't have a shovel <laughs> on hand that they, you know, that they appear. So they, they, they rigged the shit from the so start. So they're frustrating man. as hell. Yes, they're frustrating as a motherfucker. And they end up marking it so, like, if you do capture one, you don't have a shovel, and you're like, okay, here it is, and you mark its location, you go back, get a shovel, and come back. Uh, the leprechaun marked literally every tree in the forest with, like, that same red ribbon or whatever. <laughs> so now you're like, what the fuck tree is it? And, you're di- and as you're digging it up, they're just moving the gold someplace else. Damn. So you'll never get their motherfucking gold, right? <laughs> and uh, sometimes they even duplicate the crock, so you get a lot of fool's gold. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, however, though it's the gold that's not the true reward. What is the true reward? If then? you capture a leprechaun, they will try and entice you with their gold to trick you. But if you ignore them, uh, they have to offer you three wishes. And one of those wishes can't be for unlimited wishes, right? <laughs> I'm sure that is there is that one of. Them? <laughs> I'm sure that there's a loophole for that. Yes. Uh, however, leprechauns are technically Sith. They're what? included in fairies, but they're Sith, which is a race of fairy beings in Ireland, by the way. So Star Wars stole that from the Irish. <laughs> Fucking George Lucas. But yes, they they're technically a Sith, and uh, most leprechauns live in fairy mounds. They are sometimes. Oh. Leprechauns sometimes live with them, but eh, they usually have like you know their own like domiciles with humans. But they mainly set up shop with humans, which is why they often get mixed up with their drunken cousins, the Chloricon. What the hell's that? You will find out later. <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell whether they are good or evil, since their antics can run from minor annoyances, like riding your cats around your front fucking yard, <laughs> uh, to straight up kidnapping children. Oh. Uh, while technically fairies, they are the son of an evil spirit and a g- degenerate fairy. So it's like a demon and a drunk fairy get together and they make a baby. That's a leprechauns. And leprechauns can only be males. There's no female leprechauns. Interesting. Which is why leprechauns are you know kind of going extinct because you can fucking do it in the ass all you want. You're not going to get a baby from that. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I have tried. Oh my god. Uh, leprechauns, much like humans, they take on different appearances depending on the part of Ireland where they are spotted. On average, leprechauns wear red while fairies wear green. Neat. So the whole where leprechauns wear green in America, myth doesn't exist. They all wear red. I can't picture one in anything other than a little green outfit. No, it's a little red outfit, Mel. <laughs> it's a little red outfit. So on the west coast of Ireland, leprechauns wear red jackets with seven rows of buttons with seven buttons in each row. Okay. So it's just like <laughs> That's a, a lot of buttons. seven by seven square of buttons. That's I don't know why, but yes. Uh, and they are covered in a frieze, which... I looked up what a freeze is. It's pretty much like a fryer tuck like outfit. So it, it's a weird fryer robe thing. Okay. That's, lo- they, I, I, and they're that's Sith, cool. so they, they kind of look like Sith to me. <laughs> uh, I just need a little red yeah. lights every I am Darth Leprechaun. <laughs> In Ulster, uh, the creatures wear a crocked hat. And when he is up to anything unusually mischievous, he leaps onto a wall and spins, balancing himself on the point of the hat with his heels in the air. That's weird. And I can't even picture that. Apparently, I I picture like a, like a breakdancing midget on a hat. He's just like breakdancing on like the flat part of his hat, man. That's the best I got. That's the best I got for you, man. Just breakdancing leprechaun. Oh, oh my God. In a red outfit, by the way. 
<laughs> breakdancing on the wall. Okay. Yes. Oh, no. He's breakdancing on his hat. On, on his the hat wall. on the wall. That's yes. right. Yes. North Le- Northern leprechauns wear like a military coat. It's like a red coat, but it's like a military style coat. Yeah. And white pants with a broad brimmed, a broad brimmed high pointed hat. So I'm thinking like, like a witch's hat or something. Uh, which he would sometimes stand on upside down. So a lot what of upside down standing. Up, upside down leprechauns. I don't know. The, and then you have the Lurigadon. The Lurigadon. Lurigadon of Tipperary. Yeah, so it's the Lurigadon of Tipperary wore an antique slashed jacket with peaks all around a. Yeah, peaks all around. What the fuck is this language? I, I got this from <laughs> Irish websites. Uh, so I know I know it's legit information, but they're English fuckings. What peaks all around? What the fuck is peaks all around? And a jockey cap. Nice. Yes. They also wore a sword on their side that they used as a magic wand. <laughs> Maybe you might want to use the sword as a fucking sword. <laughs> That's just me. Pick up a stick. Go. This is a magic wand. Pick up a big ass metal sword. And it's like this is a sword. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Hey, that's not a magic wand. This is a magic this wand. This is a magic <laughs> wand. <laughs> and then you have the Luricon of Carrie, uh, was a fat little f- bastard. You know, it's kind of like round, it's jolly appearance, and it's like a face is like red, and you know, he like wears like a like a cutaway jacket that's also red with like seven rows of seven buttons. It's like essentially what you like imagine like a like a gnome, like a lawn gnome oh, would look like. Okay. Like a fat fucking dude, <laughs> his stomach bulging out of his out of his jacket and shit. His big fucking red beard and shit. That's 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 a Luricon. Yes. And then you have the Cluricon, which is not a Cluricon. Which is not a Cluricon. Okay. Pronounced the same way, spelled differently. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh they're technically two different things. The Cluricon of Monaghan is uh not to be a mistake i actually wrote that with a clerk on they uh wore a swallow-tailed evening coat which was red with a green vest and white pants with black shiny stockings and shiny shoes with a long cone hat without a brim sometimes used as a weapon they use their hat as a weapon yeah they use their cone hat as a weapon but this is the most well-dressed one so far yeah it sounds like it it does. He's a formal well, evening wear. All the ladies love a well-dressed man. So how did the leprechaun become green? Like, when it came to uh, America. Really? Yeah, pretty much. When it, when the leprechaun came to America, Americans like, oh, you know, Ireland loves green, so there must be green. Wow, that's weird. So green leprechauns are only a thing here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so the green midget we... Oh, by the way, here it is. The green midget we get nowadays likely comes from being mixed with strands of European folklore and the fact that green is... Tr- Traditional Irish color dating back to 1642. Wow. Their clothing comes from the Elizabethan era of clothing uh, worn by the immigrants coming to America, which were still common in Ireland in the 19th century. Okay. So they were a little behind the times, apparently. <laughs> However, green is an important color when it comes to dealing with these feisty midgets since they can't see the color green. leprechauns can't see green so if you wear the color you can literally just sneak up on them like a ghillie suit (laughs) which is why they're always fucking high-strung bastards just you know looking around they're just nervous all the time nervous all the time little feisty little fuckers who just always you know under constant threat 
And because they're they're endangered. So. Yes. Uh, so you, which is uh, kind of why we wear green on St. Patrick's Day. It's a it's a mix because it's the national color of Ireland, yeah. but also because you want to avoid being seen by a leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day specifically. Why? Because if you don't, and they see you, they'll fucking pinch you. Ugh. Uh, and Weird. when the leprechaun, creepy. Yeah, when the leprechaun pinches you, it's said to bring bad luck with it so you'll be an unlucky fucker for the rest of the year (laughs) which must be the irish's way to explain why their drunkenness ends in divorce 90 percent of the time (laughs) you know a woman gets pinched by a leprechaun oh fuck now i'm gonna be pregnant get pregnant again this year oh fuck man gets you know gets pinched he's like oh fuck now my alcoholism is actually gonna be a problem Oh my god! But they're both alcoholics. It's okay if you're a woman and an alcoholic. That just makes you fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So leprechauns have a storied history with humans. Did you know that? Of course. Yeah. What's the story? What do you know about their history with humans? (laughs) I don't know. There's always entanglements with humans. There's always entanglements. You're trying to say they're always fucking humans. Entanglements. No. What do you, like, you, Will White, uh, Will Smith's wife? I had an entanglement with another man. No, I mean fairies are always stealing babies and shit like that, and people are always, you know, they want wishes from things and they, you know, make weird so promises. Humans and... are evil and weird. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm fair These are enough. all the mythological stories. No one cares what fairies are doing with other fairies. I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do because I want to know why fairies treat leprechauns like they're the redheaded stepchildren. Because they're literally redheaded stepchildren. Are you kidding me? I mean, they they are <laughs> they are technically bastards. <laughs> they're little green bastards. Yeah. Anyways, uh, leprechauns. You know, they have a lot of history with humans. The earliest known reference to the leprechauns appears in the medieval tale known as the Adventure of Fergus, Fergus, son of Letty. Alrighty. Uh, and this is where the whole them being a water spirit comes from. Cool. So, in the text, uh, the, the the text is in a it's like an episodic thing, and in in, in an episode, I fucking hate the English language. Uh, shows Fergus MacLeddy, who was the king of Ulster at the time, because everything apparently surrounds follows like surrounds Ulster for some strange reason. <laughs> he uh, falls asleep on the beach as you do when you're a king, apparently, <laughs> and uh, he wakes up to find himself being dragged into the sea by three leprechauns. Oh. <laughs> wow good morning. how terrifying is that <laughs> uh he essentially captures his three abductors who promise to grant him three wishes in exchange for their release and one of the wishes can't be unlimited wishes apparently or to is be enslaved the origin to of the, the sub law that says that <laughs> yeah probably uh there are too many stories of leprechauns during the great irish revival to mention because you know what the great irish revival is right since no. you're a book nerd it's essentially when all this shit started like becoming like, really popular. So it's like I want to say books like uh, what's the one with like Prince Caspian, Lionel Witch in the Wardrobe. Or, yeah, Narnia. Yeah, Narnia. I want to say that was during the Great Revival. Oh, I didn't know. It's that. just a period of time where people started writing like more about like fairies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which wow, fucking that! I shook my head and somehow managed to shake the microphone. <laughs> Don't know how that happened. Oh uh, yeah, so. The, 
a lot of very gay fucking a lot of gay folk stories out there because that's what they're also called the gay folk <laughs> uh all those little faggots little fairies zipping around tinkerbells stealing gold from dead bodies <laughs> dragging kings into the ocean like fucking you know what a bunch of fairies Go back to your mounds. That's what they did on the weekends. Drag things into the ocean. <laughs> yes, drag things into the ocean. That's got to suck having to drag shit into the ocean, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's, there's, uh brings us a lot of modern interactions, right? So leprechauns came to America with some of the first Irish immigrants. So that's like all. in their all. luggage. Yeah, like literally just kind of followed them. Like they probably like pretended to be children because they're like big enough yeah. to be children. And yeah, so they were just like on the boat chilling with people. And uh, there is in fact a colony of them living in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> you think I'm? Sh- I shit you not. There is a colony. They also live in the world's smallest park in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> You're from Portland, Oregon. I am not. You've lived in Portland, Oregon. I have lived there. I am that, definitely that not means from I, there. You're more from there than I am. Have you ever seen that park? No. Have you ever seen the leprechauns? No. Did you even know that there was a colony of leprechauns? I had no there? idea. So are you even from Portland, Oregon? No. Did you ever eat at Mamie's? <laughs> I, Did you eat at no. Mamie's, Mel? I, I'd never heard of that until I met you. Here. Yes, yes. Those that don't know, Mamie's is like a like a racist themed restaurant that uh, there was like one in like Oregon that like the Oregonites are like we're so inclusive that we're gonna fight the government that who wants to tear down this racist restaurant because <laughs> it's literally like I want to say it was called Mamie's. It might have been like changed to like different name, but essentially like the big door to get into the restaurant was a giant like blackface face. You had to walk into the mouth to get there. It's a little, a little racist. It's a little. Yeah, fucked I, had, up. I didn't know that that was there. Yeah, but yeah, that was. I think it eventually did get torn down, yeah. much to the chagrin of the organites. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of weird because it's like Portland, Oregon, like Portlanders. They're like, oh, we're so inclusive, but let's keep the Mexicans over there. <laughs> Having lived in the Mexican part, <laughs> hey, of did Portland. you know that the New York Times wrote an article about us? <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, but they're inclusive enough to ha- let the other the little white people. folk, the other white folk, have a colony there. <laughs> uh, so after noticing a circular hole in concrete where a light pole was meant to be, journalist Dick Fagan took it upon himself to make use of it. So that's pretty much like a Portland thing. It's like, oh, they're building something here. I'm going to appropriate this little bit of the land and do whatever the fuck I want with it. Because <laughs> we're from Portland and we're inclusive and we are we love black folk as long as they're over there. Uh, he added flowers and a tiny sign and proclaimed it the world's smallest park. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, still I, no, there to I this had day. no idea that it yeah, existed. It's still there to this day. So Fagan, or Fagan, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm going to call him Fagan, but I'm pretty sure it's Fagan, uh, began to write stories about the spot in a newspaper column. <laughs> uh, he detailed the adventures of a small leprechaun colony led by a leader that only the journalist could see. <laughs> uh, the modest garden called Mill Ends Park began, became an official city park on St. Patrick's Day in 1976. Oh, that's kind of cool. Over the years, contributors have added miniature add-ons like a swimming pool complete with a diving board. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Nice. Uh, it's kind of cute, but I also have to remember, I'm like, these are racists doing this. Okay. It just it ruins the moment for me. <laughs> so in 1989, there was a businessman in Carlingford, 
I, so so that's that's the American colony. Right. They're still there. They're living their happy little lives in their little their pool, park in their, their pool. Board. Yes. So in 1989, there was a businessman in Carlingford, Ireland, who found some of the only real evidence of leprechauns to have ever existed. <laughs> okay. Because again, they're little tricks, tricks, tricky bastards. But yes. he found he found the evidence that we all need to see. The very tiny little uh, CVS receipts. <laughs> No, there's no or such thing as a, long. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's no such thing as a tiny CVS receipt. Okay, <laughs> even if it's meant for a fairy, it's gonna be big as shit. <laughs> no, they found one that was only three feet long, and they're like, "This is tiny as hell." Look at yes. this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we call a one-time <laughs> shopper at CVS. They go there and buy one thing that's three feet long. <laughs> So it was just a candy bar. I just wanted to change. You wouldn't break a dollar for me, so I had to buy something. I just wanted to call my mother on a payphone. Of which, everyone who is a listener to us, they don't know the time when you could buy a candy bar for a dollar, and when you had to use a payphone to call your mom when you're out on the street. They yeah. don't know that now. Everyone's got cell phones. Yeah, and candy true. bars, even leprechauns. Even leprechauns. So in 1989, the businessman in Ireland, he found the evidence of a real leprechaun on on um, Sleeve Foy. It's a mountain. It's a okay. mountain. It's called Sleeve Floy. It, fucking Gaelic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak that shit. So uh, after he, essentially he's walking around and he heard a scream near the a wishing well. A very small well. scream. A very small scream near the wishing well. And uh, when he uh, got there, he found uh, bones. He found bones, a tiny suit, and gold coins near a patch of burnt grass. So he might have witnessed uh, either a leprechaun on leprechaun crime or just one of <laughs> one dying of natural causes and just left behind its gold and a you know, little suit and stuff. I want to say that is probably leprechaun on leprechaun racist violent crime where they probably stripped him down, beat him, and then set him on fire next to his, oh like his belongings. God. And then left him out there as a marker to all the other leprechauns <laughs> to stay off their fucking territory. It was territory. a leprechaun turf war. Yeah, pretty much, you know. <laughs> It's like the leprechaun KKK up there, up on that mountain, okay? Oh, my goodness. So uh, he now displays the evidence behind a glass case for visitors to come and see at his store. I would go see that. Absolutely. And because of this, he kind of caused a local trend in the area, like a little... Uh, little a very you know, little trend. <laughs> a very little trend, yes. <laughs> uh, where they essentially conduct an annual leprechaun hunt in honor no, of this find. Are they going to take pictures of them or like, are they bringing guns to this? <laughs> so uh, annually, up until about kind of re fairly recently, they took 100 ceramic leprechauns and hid it all over the mountains in the area for tourists who would come every year to hunt the statues. Oh, okay. I thought they were you know, like little decoys. Got like little like paintball guns. Like, I'm waiting for that little bastard to show See, up. See, I've been watching you play that hunting game. So what kind of collar would you use for a leprechaun? <laughs> Hey, who wants some gold? Who wants some gold? Free gold it's here. Free gold jingling, here. Jingling noise. <laughs> a little ching, 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 ching. A little change in some pockets. Like wait, 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 wait. In wait, a ghillie wait, suit. Wait, a little, tra <laughs> little, little coin purse with some pennies. Is that how you attract leprechauns or is that how you attract Jews? You give it a little shake. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, the last night when I was playing that game, sitting in that little boat, shooting the ducks, they explode. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I just keep expecting them to explode. <laughs> But yes. there's like three dead ducks floating around, and other ducks are like, yeah, oh, this looks like a safe space yeah. to land. They, they see like a bunch like, of ducks on sticks that are not next moving. To dead one. Yeah. Yes, and they're like, yes, this is safe. I've seen three people get sh three ducks get shot. I'm gonna keep landing there to you know get shot myself. 
They do, though. Yes, they do. But hey, that's why it's a video game, yeah. not real life. <laughs> I uh, hope real life ducks are smarter. <laughs> I would hope so, too. So, yeah, so they, they hide a 100 ceramic leprechauns all over the mountains for tourists to find. And if you want to get involved in the leprechaun hunt, you have to buy a hunter's license. <laughs> It's a very small license. <laughs> it is. It's a very small green card. <laughs> so, <laughs> however, in 2019, they kind of switched it up, switched up the tradition. And they started, went from little ceramic statues, and essentially they started hiding crocs of gold all over town. Huh. For, like, for, so it's like a, actual gold? Yeah. Well, kind of. So, they're, like gold they're, coins? They're all gold like coin candy. gold coin candy, some fake shit. But Which there just was always one, tasted like aluminum foil to me. Yeah, but they were always worth it. Nah. Oddly I didn't like enough, I, I went to Sunday school. There was a Jew there. I don't know why he was there, but he was like with, with, with the rest of us. And uh, we were playing dreidel. It's very, it's very. I think it was a very confused Christian, Christian <laughs> church. We were playing with a dreidel. There was a Jew kid there. He's teaching us all about the dreidel and shit. And oddly enough, the prizes were gold coin, not uh, chocolate things. <laughs> and he was obsessed with them. So this I, is where it all began. I, I'm, not, I'm not even being like, 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 like. I'm, I'm telling you, like, he was obsessed with the chocolate gold coins, and he That's was teaching weird, us how though, to play with the dreidel because they taste like shit. Yeah, they taste like shit. I think it was just the fact that they were gold. And this is where candy Eli evolved into the man you see today, <laughs> the well-rounded man. The well-rounded. I'm very well-rounded. Uh, yeah, so they, they hit a bunch of crocs of gold with fake gold or whatever. In yeah. there, but there was one croc that was hidden, which contained a bar of real gold. Holy that shit. That was valued around 1,200 euros. I have no idea the translation of that. Depends on the year. I I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> it's 2019, so it's probably like muckbuck mm. dollars in American okay? <laughs> yeah, they ain't worth shit. Our dollar's not worth shit no, anymore. So uh, that, that so that's a little fun little thing, and honestly, uh, that'd be kind of cool if we it ever would. find ourselves in Ireland around their holiday fucking time, and I'm not <laughs> knee deep in like a bar somewhere. So we should go there. <laughs> So the leprechaun colony of Sleeve Foy is the only one protected by a human government. So the Portland, Oregon one, not protected. Congress doesn't give a fuck about our leprechauns. And you know what? I want a Congress that cares about representing all the people, even the little people. Even the little ones. Even the little ones. Because they are the true minority of America. Because they're the only beings that aren't protected by Congress. Black people, protected. White people, protected. Leprechauns, fuck them. They don't get protection, apparently. Wow. I know I, that I this seems like a cause that is near and dear to your heart. I am a lobbyist on behalf of the, of the leprechauns. About protecting the leprechauns. I am. I want to protect that leprechaun's auton- uh, colony's autonomy. <laughs> all right? I'm all about the little people. <laughs> and then, and then that's, that's going to be my platform when I run for president in like 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I have to wait 12 years or longer. <laughs> yeah. Protecting the leprechauns. That, that's that's yes. my first stake. I don't give a fuck about the economy. I don't give a fuck about race relations. It's the leprechauns. I care about the leprechauns. <laughs> I'm here for the cons. <laughs> you didn't see the shit eating grin, but I have a shit eating grin. All right, yeah, so uh, the Sleefoy colony is the only one protected by the human government because back in 2009, the European Union granted heritage statutes to the remaining 236 leprechauns in the colony. They know exactly how many leprechauns are? They know are? exactly how many leprechauns are in the colony. They counted. Oh, I'm wait, surprised. now I'm imagining they're putting, like, ear tags on them or something. Maybe. They're using, like, little dart guns. <laughs> yeah, they're putting, putting little, little Do they put little radio dicks. collars on them and stuff? No, no, no. See, see, on the male, well, they're all male, so they just take the little dicks and put a little tag on the dicks. It's the only dangly part they got. 
Because like the leprechaun ears point straight up, so there's not a lot of dangle. I don't think they have earlobes. I could be wrong, but I don't think they have earlobes. Hmm. Anyways, you just got to uh, <laughs> ask Willow. Ask, ask the midget who played Willow of leprechauns That's another movie that I didn't like. Jesus. Sorry. Is it because it's got a midget in it? No, I don't know. I was a kid. I was I was very picky about what movies that I liked, and, and everyone was so excited about Willow, and I just didn't care for Back it. Back when I had a job that had that movie playing on the TV, and I'm watching it with like a bunch of black people who obviously are like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, it's Willow. And they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it was just well, like, I forgot how big of an acid trip it was when he's like waving the wand and turns the guy into like the big dragon thing, and then like back into like a little, I'm like, dude, like. That's an acid trip. Entire <laughs> movies is one. Just you got to do drugs when you watch that movie. So like, what the fuck am I watching? So yes, there's 236 leprechauns in the colony, which means they now have their own protected sanctuary nestled in the mountains. Uh, the directive also protects the animals and flora in the area to keep biodiversity. But we all know it's because the leprechauns would have invaded the nearby towns for cultural appropriation <laughs> if they hadn't. So it's a way to keep us safe from the leprechauns. No, I see. Yes. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. And you thought I was joking about the leprechauns being protected by the government, man. They are protected by the European oh Union. Uh, and yes, if you actually go look at the documents, they do have a count, 236. <laughs> they know. They know for sure that's how many are there. You know, uh, it's not a take my word for it, bro moment. They know. Yeah. So that's all I got on the leprechauns. Woo. Yeah, fun. Leprechauns. <laughs> Let's get into the the naughty ones, the naughty, the naughtiest of the knots. We're going to talk about clericons. All right. Because you asked what a clericon was. Okay, so this is not a type of leprechaun. It is not a leprechaun. No, this is a clericon. All right, I have no idea what this is. I have no context for this whatsoever. <laughs> I'm so, trying to give you something to go yeah, even no, verbally, I'm, and all I'm I have is I know nothing. So essentially what modern interpretations of leprechauns are are kind of like a combination of a, leric- a clericon and a leprechaun. You slam them together, and it's what most people think of a leprechaun. Oh, okay. So these are mysterious, mischievous fairies. So these are fairies. They're not Siths. They're not leprechauns. They're fairies, so they're smaller. Oh, okay. A lot smaller than like what you would imagine a fairy would be. Yeah. Uh, they are sometimes mistaken as brownies, but we're not going to talk about brownies right now. Or blondies. Or blondies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're mischievous fairies in Irish folklore known for their great love of drinking and the tendency to haunt breweries, pubs, and wine cellars. Uh-oh. So this is where leprechauns or alcoholics comes from. Because oh, these guys are alcoholics. It's from clericons. Okay. Yeah, clericons are just alcoholics. <laughs> they're, they're just Very, Irish. very small They're very, very Irish, yes. They are the cousins of leprechauns and have often been confused with them as both are technically shoemakers and guardians of hidden treasures. Oh, that makes one sense. One values the hidden treasure as alcohol. The other one values gold as the hidden treasure. Both are <laughs> vices. Uh, it's okay. kind of funny, but both are actually vices, yes. Yeah. Uh, which has led some to believe that they are just alcoholic leprechauns. <laughs> But nobody wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about that. <laughs> it's a little secret. Cler- they're, they're mentally ill cousins of the leprechauns. <laughs> Clericons often carry with them their tools of their trade. So unlike a leprechaun who's got a shop, 
these guys, because of their alcoholism, tend to be more transient. <laughs> That's Are you the saying real they're bummer. unemployed and homeless? They're unemployed and homeless, <laughs> and they just set up shop in your basement. Yes, where you where you keep your alcohol. Nice. Uh, so they uh, they keep their the tools of the trade in the loops of their leather aprons. So these guys wear aprons. Leprechauns do not. And they also are always carrying a jug of ale. <laughs> they're always drinking. You can't see like they literally work one handed while they're drinking. <laughs> uh, they'll put the hammer down before they put the alcohol down. Let's just, let's just say that much. They might live in a trailer park. Uh, <laughs> they tended to whistle and hiccup while they work. So this is where you nice. get like the whistling dwarves. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just ear raped everyone with that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, they they drink and they hiccup and they got the big red faces and they're working and they're like, hey, I remember back in my days, women had their titties out. Now you fucking horse. You just sound retarded. The, the alcohol. <laughs> no, alcoholics sound retarded, all right? <laughs> all right. Name one alcoholic that didn't sound retarded. I've known several. I've known several. And they all sounded retarded, right? No. no? No. They all sounded smart. I have known a lot of fun- very functional alcoholics. There's no such thing as a functional alcoholic. So <laughs> I would have figured it out years ago if there were. Okay, <laughs> come on, Mel, come on. <laughs> so uh, instead of having a crock of gold, these little fuckers have two purses. All right. And and or a pewter cup with varying properties. So they have a magic cup. And it's pewter. That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's kind of cool. I mean. Pewter, you don't want to really drink from that because I'm sure you'll like die of some sort of heavy metal no, poisoning. You can drink. No, you can drink from can pewter. You, can yeah. you? I, I thought it was like heavy metal poisoning was in that shit. No. No? All right, whatever. Maybe it's the heavy they're, metal poisoning that made me no, think of it. I used to be very much into pewter jewelry and, and, and oh cups and stuff like that. Well, well, so you had the pewter dragon, didn't you? Like no, pendant. that was stainless steel. Oh, that's stainless steel? Oh, yeah. I like stainless steel and I like pewter. I still have a pewter ring, though. Is that is that your cock ring? No, it's the one, it's the woven one. It's it's not actually like an Irish uh, vine pattern, but it's uh, just so a vine it's, pattern. It's called a Gaelic vine pattern, by the way. It's Gaelic knot. Oh, well, it's <laughs> not what it is. Fuck you, Mel. You don't even know shit. You're appropriating the Irish culture on this holiest of holy drinking days. <laughs> Come on. So, uh, yeah, so they didn't have a crack of gold. They had uh, the, the, two, uh, the, the two purses and a magical cup. One of the purses contains something known as uh, known as the magical shilling, mm-hmm. uh, okay. which is uh, or also known as a lucky shilling, while the other has a copper coin. Okay. And the magic shilling always finds itself back in the owner in its owner's pocket, no matter how many times they spend it, and that's good for the clericons because they're alcoholics, and back then you could get a mug of ale for a shilling. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as you only need to give them one coin. Yes. So you wouldn't oh. really be able to use this for, you know, the laundry machines. No, 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 no. Because they don't use shillings anymore <laughs> over in Ireland, okay? You fucking... <laughs> I am tired of these racists. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you'd spend it, you'd get it back. You know, magically, it always finds nice. its way back to you. So you're just always rich if you were p- broke. You're like broke rich. <laughs> as long as it costs one shilling, you're yeah. good. Uh, clericons are known for their trickery. So the whole point of a clericon is to capture them either three wishes or you get try to get their, their their lucky shilling from them but they're known for trickery and they'll offer you the copper coin instead of the lucky shilling because oh, humans, the coin is humans are dumb and they don't know what the lucky shilling <laughs> looks like 
Uh, like leprechauns, they can make themselves invisible at will and escape, especially if you happen to look away, which is why you're not supposed to look away from a leprechaun or a clericon. Yeah, if you ever encounter one. Indeed, but I mean, you're more likely to encounter a clericon than a leprechaun because alcoholics don't run don't run good. <laughs> they don't run very well. Uh, some believe that they have knowledge of hidden treasures and will reveal the location of caught, which usually led the unaware human to a leprechaun. So these alcoholic oh, motherfuckers would be like, betraying you know, cousins. yeah, it's like, hey, man, I know where you can find a lot of gold. I know this guy. I got this guy. <laughs> Go find this guy. He's he's the one you want. Uh, however, unlike the leprechaun, clericons share many attributes with bear souls or hobgoblins. Ooh. Uh, stum- and that stems from Germanic mythology, by the way. So they're sellouts who are little <laughs> bastards who will sell out their cousin yes. for their for literally a shilling. <laughs> literally a shilling, Mel. Uh, clericons are described as short little men about six inches tall at their highest, which is considerably shorter than leprechauns since they are often described as small children. Yeah, so they're really tiny. Really tiny. They also have beardless faces, unlike leprechauns. No. So th- these guys have beardless faces that are withered. Like uh, like apple, so like old apple, like looking skin. Oh, yeah, and yeah, creepy as fuck. Black twinkling eyes, so they they don't have pupils; they're just all black twinkling eyes, <laughs> and they have really big noses that are red and purple from all their drinking. <laughs> uh, they tend to wear a red cap, short leather apron, light blue stockings, and shoe with large silver buckles. So these guys look more like gnomes than leprechauns yeah, do. They, do. they tend to be the protectors of the property of humans. Who treat them well. Oh. So you have to treat them well, and these guys will essentially protect your house. So you basically have to provide them with booze. Booze and a warm meal. Uh, every night, you have to leave out a warm you meal. You have to serve it in like a thimble or something, so it really doesn't cost you very much. Yeah, but if you leave them out a really shitty subpar meal, they will be bastards to you. Wow. They're bastards till the end. <laughs> so if you have one and you're on its good side, he'll protect your stuff from uh, servants who are attempting to steal your wine or other shit from your house. <laughs> so make sure first you have yes. servants. Yeah, make sure you're rich <laughs> enough to have slaves because they call them servants, but come on, it's it's slaves. <laughs> uh, but if you get on the bad side of them, they become impossible little bastards who follow you no matter how many times you move. Oh, so so yeah, you can move. You, you can't up- move away from these guys. They will follow you because they're fucking. They're they're women. They are vindictive. <laughs> little fucking alcoholics man so in the tale of the haunted cellar which this comes out from the uh irish revival era by the oh, way nice a clericon named Naganine haunts the wine cellar of an irish lord drinking everything in sight and playing pranks on the servants <laughs> his presence gets discovered by the master of the house during a dinner party and uh, scared the man exclaims that he's going to move but Naganine talks him out of it by implying that he would just simply move with them <laughs> uh so yeah the little little vindictive bastards yeah and these guys are the ones that tend to steal children Ooh. Yeah. So if, if you're mean enough, they will take your child and rape the shit out of them like all fairies do. Because oh the whole point of stealing humans is to mate with them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that got dark now, didn't it? <laughs> it did. uh, that's why Tinkerbell is always trying to suck Peter Pan's dick. Uh, and if you go on the internet, there's lots of, there's lots of video uh, evidence of that. Not that I have ever seen anything in my research for uh, this episode. Audio medium, I am sitting here. I am still triggered. I am still triggered by that trauma, by the way. 
Anywho, so besides drinking, the Clericon enjoys pipe smoking and will often litter basements with disposable clay pipes known as quote-unquote fairy pipes, Uh, which I think is just a hijinks prank done on like the stoner children of like the (laughs) Irish. Because, you know, they make a little clay pot and pipe and you're like, okay, I'm going to smoke a little bit of weed, but oh shit, I got to constantly drop it. And you just get a bunch of them and they're like, oh, it's fairies and not my child smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Many archaeologists have found them littering dig sites all over Ireland. Again, how do we know they're just not smoking weed? <laughs> Clericons are the only known creatures to have figured out the secret of making beer from heather. Okay. Which heather is... Uh, I mean, you're it's a, a type of grass. Yeah, it's, it's a gross and un, unhospitable. Unhospitable? Inhospitable. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I hate my lingu- English. I hate my English. Uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's not very good grass. It grows in a not very good area, and... Yeah. You can't make anything from it. But these guys apparently make their beer from it. Mm, interesting. Which is nice. So unlike leprechauns who are antisocial by nature, uh, I did forget to mention the, the most common magical property of their cup is that it never empties. Oh, well, that could and be why they're all The reason why you would want to keep a clericon around in your wine cellar is because not only do they drink your wine, but they fill it back up. So whenever you have a clericon, you will always have alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like a bottomless wine cellar. <laughs> it's nice. You know, it's kind of a little give and take with these guys. Yes. But once you do something they don't like, they're bastards. Yeah. And now you have no alcohol because <laughs> they're drinking it all. Uh, yeah, so unlike leprechauns who are antisocial by nature, clericons are extremely social. And once you get one hanging around you, the best thing you can do is leave it out nice meals every night. Yeah, little uh, tiny yeah, meals. Little, so. No, no, it's got to no? be normal-sized meals. Really? Yeah, They're that like, small and they eat a normal-sized meal? I don't think it's about them eating the full meal. I think it's about you treating them like a full person. Even though they're fucking six inches It's high. a respect thing, Mel. It's respect. <laughs> Show your clericon respect. Just otherwise give them they'll half be a bastards. bagel. What the hell? No, cold bread. No, you got to leave them out like a whole turkey. You, oh, you, you have to every leave them, night. Every night, well, you gotta, it's a rich people. You gotta, thing, like, yeah, it's rich, but you got to leave them out a warm, hot. You got to nice have like a, a wine cellar and servants anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, come on, Jesus Christ, smell you're over. Like, just give them half a fucking bagel and be happy. You're the type of person that's gonna get fucked over by a clericon <laughs> with your racism over there. Your little <laughs> people racism. Uh, they may drink your wine on you, but they will ensure that it never runs dry. If not for your sake, but for their own. <laughs> Yeah. And that's all I got. That's the end of the episode. That's all Yay. I got for the episode. <laughs> uh, may not be the most organized train of thought uh, that, that we've fun, ever though. had. <laughs> it was. It was fun. I enjoyed talking about alcoholics and just Irish people. <laughs> little tiny, little, little tiny little, bastards. Little, little tiny bastards. The little <laughs> bastards. Little green bastards. Uh, yeah. So what did you, what did you think? I don't know. That's really cool. I didn't know any of that stuff. Didn't know any of that. I shit? still can't picture a leprechaun in anything but green. I know. I even it's, I just it's like really I've difficult. seen like pictures of them, like like yeah. the drawings. I'm like, that's just a gnome. <laughs> it just looks like a gnome to and me. And they got the pointy hats. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard. That's they, they yeah, look like a little a little red clad witch the, uh, type the thing. The Smurfs are gnomes. The Smurfs. Yeah, the Smurfs are gnomes, gnomes. not leprechauns. So they got. I, I remember I got whoever a, thought they were leprechauns. I don't know. I got an argument with somebody who was like a nerd on the internet. Was like, like they're they're leprechauns. That's why they're all men. They're and not I'm leprechauns. Like, I'm like, no, they're they're all men because they're gay. They're not all men because they're leprechauns. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. 
fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, huh? Go drink about it. So, uh, yeah, you know, I had fun. I can't wait to get some corned beef and, like, hash. I'm yeah. not no, not a big fan of the corned beef and cabbage, but you want to give me some corned beef and hash and whatever? I am down with I it. fucking love cabbage. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> but I'm, po- do. I'm Polish, so that actually That's why sense. when you play Skyrim, all you do is, like, you sense. steal the cabbage. No, you I don't. I don't, I don't even know how to steal on that game. Yeah, you do. You put the no, bucket on their head, and then you can steal everything you, you want. It. Come on, now. <laughs> I know how to steal from people. That's why I, I always walk around with a bucket so I can place it on the person's head, and they're not going to freak out, and they're not going to know that I'm rifling You have to place it very gently pockets. on their head, and then they won't. Yeah, <laughs> teleporting bucket onto their head. Yes. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm, I'm just excited for the alcohols and the, and the beverages and, mm-hmm. and the foods. The green milkshake. The green milkshakes. Uh, no, uh, McDonald's is the green milkshake. Doesn't Stewart's does the free ice cream if you wear green? Oh, do they really? Yes, and that's why you you, you I had I had a map a route planned out all for Albany, all the Stewarts in Albany. Oh my that god, is the most efficient route I could take where I could hit them all up for the free ice cream. And there is enough time in between each of them where you can finish it. the ice cream and then <laughs> um, yeah. Is that your personal food challenge? No, no, it's just what fat fucking stoners do (laughs) when they are broke, you know? It's like back back in the day, like, I don't think Pizza Hut does it now anymore, but they used to have, like, the one day a week where you can, like, pay five bucks and eat unlimited pizza for, like, an hour. So, like, when you're a broke college student, you would just go there and just pig out once a week on pizza because you're a broke bitch. Yeah. Anywho, uh, it's a fun episode. Yes. I think that we were relatively intelligent. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't come off as intelligent, just know that's because I'm br- I'm drunk and not because I'm a retard. <laughs> All right? I am very drunk right now. I am completely not doing this sober. Why would I ever do this episode sober? Come on. Uh, on that note, are we plugging anything? What kind of stuff have we got in the works for uh, more episodes? cryptids? We're finishing up the uh, uh, the the the, the Carla school, yeah, and, and Paul, Paul Bernardo, Bernardo, the schoolgirl school killers. killers. Yes, we are releasing because we're releasing this episode uh, on St. Patrick's Day because it is St. Patrick's Day. So we've already released part two, and we're working on part three. That's yeah. that's, in, that's coming down the chute. We got more cryptids. Uh, a conspiracy theory episode oh, is right. coming up. A, or I won't episodes. say what I won't say what it is. It involves but. a little bird. That's all yes. I'm saying about <laughs> it. Uh, we are doing a, uh, but that's like the next immediate episode we're doing is going to be a update on the the Moscow uh, Idaho Moscow killers. Idaho uh, quadruple Killer. murder. Yeah. Yes, because you know while Eli got that completely the fuck wrong, it's still there's hope. That maybe the killer, uh, I forgot the, the the guy that arrested. Maybe yeah. he might be connected to the uh, Mother Kirk. The Mother Kirk. <laughs> maybe there's still connection. Ho- hope probably not. Hope for probably not. Outside of that, but, it's still uh, of interest yeah, because it, it just seems to be a lot of tomfuckery yeah, going there's, on. There's, there's a lot of tomfuckery. I am not happy with both the way the investigation is going and the way it's being presented, uh, which I I know as like a essentially as being a vulture trying to benefit off of <laughs> these people's misery. Yeah. Uh, I am not happy with the fact that they aren't releasing enough information to keep the public happy. Yeah. And I get there's gag orders. There's like gag orders and shit all over, right. that, all over that case. So they can't really release much. 
but what they have released doesn't make any sense, yeah. at least to me. And we're going to talk about it. And yeah, we're gonna and give that, it, that script yeah, is so written right, and we're, we're ready to do that uh, one. We're ready to roll with that one, and we're not going to touch it after that episode until yeah. well after the trial. The trial is in, I think, June, Yeah, maybe? We, 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 yeah we'll talk yeah. about it in the case, but I'm not going to touch again until we get all the facts and there's a conclusion. Yeah, we need a, we need wanna, a narrative I, that makes I, sense. We need a narrative that makes sense, and I want to try to avoid speculating as much as I possibly can, because we already did that speculation <laughs> episode. And that was, that was a lot of fun speculation. Yeah, it was a lot of fun speculating, but we have more information now so now i'm like okay no more speculation yeah. i i just it's more about opinions of this episode yeah and give you guys all the good updates and uh that's kind of all that's coming down the chute yeah. right now that i feel like it's worth mentioning yeah uh a lot of good we're still coming. not doing mother kirk because we are waiting on the books <laughs> yes i want to read their books and do a full episode on the cold at least one <laughs> yeah at least one and then there's a several because it's a very interesting warlike books but yeah any who's uh that's all I got. On, on that note, is, is that all we got? I think that's all we have. So you enjoy your drinking, be safe, yes. use protection, don't date rape. Have fun on St. Patrick's date Day. Date raping is bad. Safe fun. No date rapes. Have safe fun where you're getting smashed in public. Don't smash the public. Yes. And remember, <laughs> don't, don't fuck in the, the woods. woods. All right, you little green bastards. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Those of us that deliver us some evil want to thank you for listening. All of our episodes are available at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. For the latest news, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash deliverussomeevil or email us at deliverussomeevilpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, don't fuck in the woods. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you stole and C is for the church I built for you. I worship you all over town and I finally set my temple down and you swooped in and desecrated all. A is for alcohol and B is for the burning embers of my soul ejaculated premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you stole and C is for the cold stare I give you. <laughs>